Martin took a long pull at his beer, his iron-gray hair gleaming under the noonday tropical sun. Two days' growth of iron-gray stubble covered his cheeks and chin, making him look even more the old salt. His blue-and-white print Aloha shirt was unbuttoned and fell open, revealing the deeply tanned stomach to the tropical sun. White shorts and navy blue topsiders completed his outfit. Well, certainly seems to be agreeing with you, Decker took a pull on his own beer, savoring the icy coolness of it under the noonday sun. Decker was tall and lean with reddish-brown hair and pale blue eyes. A thick mustache covered his upper lip. Decker had on a red-patterned Aloha shirt over a white-ribbed tank top of the type often called wife-beaters. The tails of the Aloha shirt hung out to cover the Browning high-power 9mm pistol holstered on his right hip. Decker usually went armed. Though he currently worked as a private investigator, he had in the past worked for the Drug Enforcement Agency. I could have done this a couple of years ago if I had listened to Betty. I tell you, Sam, if you find a good woman, hold on to her with all you got. Martin pushed his long gray locks back from his face. To look at him, one would never guess that he was a retired cop. When Decker had worked with him in Georgia on a case, Martin had been one of the top investigators of the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, or GBI, as it was known in alphabet soup land. All the women I find are good ones, Decker grinned. He took another pull on the long-necked bottle in his hand. You still dating the chief of police down here? Gil leaned forward, his eyes alive with interest. Monica Sinclair? Yeah, though I'm not sure where that's going yet. We hooked up during the Cosgrove affair. Decker wished he had a cigarette. He had quit smoking after the Cosgrove case. Ever think about marrying the girl and settling down? Something in Martin's voice caught his attention. What's going on, Gil? Decker asked softly. Betty and I split up six months ago. Retirement didn't set near as well for her as it did for me. Gilmartin shook his head. So you bought a boat and set sail for the tropics, Decker shrugged. It was an old story. How does that one song go? About changes in latitudes and changes in attitudes? Gil rubbed at his eyes. Jimmy Buffett is always good for advice, Decker agreed, standing. Anyway, I'm enjoying the seafaring life. Gill stood suddenly, causing the boat to rock slightly. Why are we standing up? I was checking out that brunette with the short hair and the highlights, Decker grinned. I don't know about you. Me neither, Martin chuckled, dropping back into his seat, as Decker watched the bikini-clad woman move down the dock towards another boat. So what did he end up naming this tub? Decker asked, sitting back down himself. The ancient mariner, Martin chuckled. Decker nodded. It fits. They spent the rest of the afternoon drinking beer, talking about old cases and watching the bevy of bikini-clad women passing by. Finally, Decker finished his last beer and headed for his car. He had a date to keep for dinner with Monica Sinclair, Scorpion Key's chief of police. Decker had no idea that it would be the last time he would see Gil Martin alive.